what what welcome to the podcast everybody thank you we are coming at you uh just to give you a little good old conversation and some stuff to think about um i always uh have my co-host with me uh taggart say hello to the peeps hello to the peeps yes and we want to just uh you know get to know you get to know each other just give you some things to think about uh with our three different segments here uh we will give you something new that we learned about this week uh we're gonna trigger some memories and we are always uh starting off here with the question of the day so taggart are you ready for Today's question. I'm ready, man. What's your question for this day? Okay. So the question that I have for you is what food items Mm -hmm. do you leave out of the package or open the package and leave sitting prior to consuming? So basically letting something go stale actually makes it more appetizing to you this is toughy so like you know good old you know three-week-old bread with that you know mold on it (laughs) well you know that's not my go-to um that's not my go-to uh dude the, the thing that i think of the most whenever i think about this is uh like circus peanuts. Do you know that like fake marshmallowy type of candy? Oh, the circus those, peanuts. Those big fat orange things. Big fat orange things. But during Easter, they have the equivalent of that, which is the chicks and rabbits. It's the same thing, but they just look like chicks and rabbits instead of weird just, big peanuts. Just a weird thing of styrofoam rubber. Right. Right. You think, oh, is, is this. Oh, some- yeah. Is this to package my package? No, it's not. It's not to protect what's inside your box. This is to consume. And mm-hmm. so uh, eating those things straight out of the package, they're all soft and goo. And, they're almost and like slimy sometimes. It's, like, sli- it's just too yeah, much. They're like, yeah. It's just straight sugar. So you bite it in it and it like dissolves in your mouth because it's so soft real quick and it and it feels unnatural. And uh, because, you know, those aren't real peanuts. Those are not real mm-hmm. chickens and rabbits. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> little do you know, I would, I would be, I, would be, I think I would blue. be more terrified. Yeah. <laughs> if, if that was real chicken and real rabbit in there, than real peanuts. Cause that's the thing is, you know, the peanut is probably two to four times as big as a regular peanut. Right. Where those chicken and rabbits are like they're so small, tiny. They're so small, yeah, <laughs> so chicken small. Chicken and rabbits, yeah. But uh, but how you you got to leave those open. You got to get them staled up. They got to get hard a little bit, uh, so they don't just like dissolve in your mouth and leave you with a gross sugar taste in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the one I thought of. I know we talked the other day, um, and we thought of one that you got to leave out and i forgot completely what that was i don't know if you remember what i'm talking about but uh so so the the usual go-to for a lot of people is uh is you know another easter special is the peep 
Oh, of the peeps. Oh. That was a little. Yeah. It's the same kind of thing, though. It's the marshmallowy thing. You want to harden it up. It's too soft and dissolvey. But oh, dude, I love a good peep. Do you man. really? Oh. I am what yeah. I'm. What people would call not a fan. Not a fan not of a fan of the peep. I, I just think it's so funny because like um, like peeps have become this explosion of like new flavors. Dude, like I was gonna just say, gonna say like peeps are the new Oreos. Like they're just they're putting everything on a peep. Well, peeps peeps are the new Oreos because they're Oreo peeps. I know. Well, that or I mean, they're peep Oreos. That My bad. It, the other no, way. No, you're right. That's the inside out business of it. Like uh, it's yeah. become cyclical. But you know, they got their weird like peanut butter and jelly peeps, and I don't know if that's real. Maple pancake. Maple pancake peeps. With that, I think that is real. Um, and there's uh, dude. Last time it was Easter, which was a while ago. Walked down the aisle, looked at all the different peeps. Threw up once because eh, peeps. Threw up twice because what the crap was that flavor? Mystery. They have mystery flavored peeps. Like I love the idea that there is a campaign out there that's mystery flavor. Like this could be disgusting. Pay money and try it. <laughs> Tell us what you think. You know, it's just like it's not like they're handing free samples right. of mystery flavors. It's like. These are the most – this could be disgusting, but it's white. <laughs> you know? Well, it all started with the dum-dums, right? The dum-dums had the mystery one, the purple wrapper with the question mark, and you're like, what's this? But it was just a – Do you know what that comes from? What? The Why, why dum-dums have like mystery flavor? Because some of them come through and just don't get dyed. Is that right? I don't okay the story that I heard Ooh, tell me. is that when they're extruding the dum-dums you know when they're like basically making them in the vats and the machines and the you know uh, you know Mark Summers telling you how it all works right yes <laughs> you 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 get there and they are switching from one flavor to the next there's like x number of you know, uh, potential, you know, of sucker material that comes out that's maybe like a little bit of root beer and a little bit of cherry as it, you know, then becomes all cherry, right? And then when they switch to the next flavor, you know, there's a little bit of like, you know, dead space in between as like one flavor pushes the other flavor out. So they just started packaging that. And that's why it is a mystery because it's literally like the combination of different flavors really? in different ratios that could be random. You could have like a tiny bit of cherry and a whole lot of root beer or it could be on the other end of Get the out. process where it's like a little bit of root beer at the tail end while the cherry is coming through. Well, that's smart on their part. I don't – I'll have to yeah. – next time I have one of those, I'll have to be like, can I taste two flavors in here? Because I always just thought it's just one of the regular flavors. Exactly. And uh, it's like, oh, yeah. But um, would be somebody smart. sat down and we were like, hmm, well, we can't really say it's this or we can't really say it's that. But why don't we just you know, go with that and go with – it could be any weird flavor combination – but smart man save that waste sell it make some money yeah nice Why not? nice man well yeah but back to peeps mm -hmm. disgusting 
So, peeps, uh, peeps, I definitely say I don't like them as hard as other people like them. Like straight out of the package might be a little much because yeah, they just like they're they're like way gooey. Yeah, dude, like that's like a gooey sugar coma if yeah. you eat a peep right right straight away. But you I would might say die. I don't open the package and and let them dry out. I maybe just leave them in the package for like a day or two later so they just like, you know, are not, you know, just like totally goo, but I can't eat them hard. Like, I don't. Gotcha. They're just gotcha. Like, um, Swedish fish. Uh, a hard Swedish fish. And there's another yeah, uh, there's another Oreo flavor for you. Oh, that was Oh my gosh. Weird. Yeah. Did you try them? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that does not sound good. Yeah. Crumbly chocolate cookie on a Swedish fish. I had never thought it sounded tasted great. exactly like a Swedish fish though. Like I bet it did, dude. I've, I've no doubt. Oreo's got it. And I'm like I know what's up. Yeah. If if anybody's gonna bring us the Jetsons level um you know, flavor or uh Food in a pill form, Jelly Belly and like Lay's potato chips are going to be like yeah, the companies that combine to do to do that because they got some. They're in on mac it. and cheese flavored potato chips. I mean, maybe we'll do a whole other thing on this, but uh, well, not we to get kind of talked flavors. about this before. Yeah, um, but another texture thing, um, definitely for my girlfriend is uh, is red vines. <sighs> Yeah, that's so weird, man. All these are candies, but like, uh, yeah, a root. Re- yep, harder red vine is just it's it's better than like a super chewy, straight sugar. And see, you say like you know the the heart like the harder ones are 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 better and stuff. The weird thing is, I would go for like for most candies. I, I don't know, like. I would maybe say I like the chewy candies, whereas like if you're talking like in terms of like just straight fruit, I am sure. down for like a slightly underripened fruit. Like I want huh. like a I want a nectarine or a peach to like like crunch like an apple to where you like have to like like you bite into it and you have to like pull it away and pop it, you know, kind really? of thing. Yeah. Or like uh, – Interesting, um, interesting. Yeah, it, as opposed to like – I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I mean, a nice juicy peach you know, is great, but whatever, like – Whatever you want, man. Be yourself. Be true. Yeah, yeah. but I would – I'd rather like when I go to the grocery store, I'm like, oh, that one's, that one's firm. That one's firm. Da, da, da. And I'm like, put them in the fridge, keep them that way, and then just you know, you know, bite into them. Yeah. The worst is like a mushy apple. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah, gross, gross. Yeah, yeah you don't leave yeah. fruit, fruit leaving fruit out. Mm-hmm. That's not the. That's not the. That's not the play. Yeah, gross. Yeah, um, but that's the thing. Is it's funny because a lot of these, like you know, you leave things out. It's like Easter candy. Um, the other thing you could do is you can freeze stuff. You know, like a frozen Snickers or a frozen Milky Way. Dude, kind of. I thing. like a chilled candy. I'm not gonna lie to you. I get a candy bar. I'm if if I'm not eating that right away, that's going in my fridge, and I'm going to eat that chilled later. Mm-hmm. I still, you know, you remember the old Sour Patch watermelons? They got these small little things that they call Sour Patch watermelons now. 
but they used right. to have these big it was like the grapefruit ones it was shaped oh, like that yeah Mm-hmm. They were the big ones, like the grapefruits. Uh, those were Sour Patch watermelons. And, dude, when you – I would put Sour Patch watermelons in the fridge and you eat those a little chilled, dude. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I like yeah, it. I don't know. I it's, like a chilled candy. Yeah, like, I mean, it, it is good, like, to have, you know, like – because a melty chocolate bar, no way. No, melty dude. chocolate bar, no. You just like, wasted your money and got your yeah. shorts dirty. <laughs> it gets all over your hands, and you you, you waste so much chocolate on the wrapper. I know, that, dude. That, you could yeah. have consumed that, but instead, you're gonna throw yeah. that away. It's just sucking it out. Ooh, like a like a melted uh, Reese's peanut butter cup. Man, you just that whole thing. You just lose that oh, whole thing, dude. Basically, you're just eating it's, a top layer of. <laughs> Chocolate on an exposed peanut butter. At that point, yeah. Who 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 hasn't tried to like you know suck the the chocolate peanut butter off of that black or that black brown wrapper? It's yeah, been dude. like, oh, this is that's this no is just well, that's sad. the thing too, and you can't salvage it once it gets melty. You can't just go put it in your fridge and go back later because it's just ruined like it when once it re-solidifies dude that it's not as good mm-hmm. not as good mm-hmm. you got to get that yeah. right in there right away or mm-hmm. your toast but toast. yeah i would definitely say there's there's a couple of things out there but i don't know if there's any like other like stale like stale potato chips that's necessarily yeah, no, no i'm not stale I'm not in on that cereal cereal no um, well the weird thing about some stuff is like some stuff is crunchy but then you let it go stale and it goes soft yeah and then you're just like, you know, well, yeah, not, like this absorbed is moisture yeah and everything like that like we had a uh, uh, uh we made trail mix and uh, we Ooh. put golden grams in the trail mix. Yeah, you did. And and some uh, mini marshmallows and some uh, chocolate or uh, what? Are, peanut M and M's for the health factor, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> little little s'more trail mix. I there. really appreciate you sharing with me. Yeah. Thanks. And oh, uh, yeah. 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 Well, I shared the recipe, so there you okay, go. Okay, um, but yeah. Oh, I can make this myself. <laughs> oh, uh, and uh, it's just equal parts. Oh, okay, good. Um, just kind of throw um, it in there, just eyeball yeah, the, it. Yeah, the uh, but the the marshmallows get hard, and the uh, the cereal gets soft. Yeah, so it's kind of like this weird trade off kind of thing. Um, but. Yeah, it's definitely something that it's just like oh, I don't know why this, but it. I mean, it's still it was still good. We still ate all of it, even if we weren't hiking. <laughs> nice. So, nice. We weren't blazing any yeah. trails, but we uh, consumed a lot of trail mix. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah, definitely um, try some candy. Leave half of it out. See how it, see how it tastes the next day. See how if, if that texture really yeah, really hits I home. Like it. I can already tell you, yeah. I don't like it. Well, with some stuff, you gotta, you gotta, gotta do it. You gotta do it. Like, you gotta do it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. I was specifically talking about cereal, but some things you definitely got. Oh, specifically yeah. cereal. Yeah. yeah. What is that? It's like a quote from 30 Walk. It's like, it's like, 
you gotta roll the bag. It's like you can't just close the flaps. You think that does anything? It does nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It makes me so angry when I go in there. So I used to work at this place, and they had they provided they had a little kitchen net thing, and all the covers were stocked with like peanuts and Cliff Bars, and they had a whole cupboard with cereals. So you could go in the morning and mm-hmm. you could eat your cereal. They got milk and all this stuff. And this was stuff that they just provided to you. So you could eat breakfast there or lunch if you want, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So, dude, I would go in there every day for a bit and I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to have some of this cereal and some milk in there. And, uh, gosh, can't tell you how many times I opened that box up in that. And that plastic bag is just sitting there <laughs> wide open. And I'm like, what do I work with? A bunch of animals? Come on. No, you can't go find them. You don't have a clue who that was. There's mm-hmm. thousands of people that work here. It's really oh. burned my buns. Oh, yeah. Like communal whatever is just like, you know, people will leave the tops off of like containers. People like leave the, the pizza box open. You're just like, what are you doing? Okay. What about this? What about what? day-old pizza versus fresh pizza? Like leaving it out? Not like leaving it, it out, the, but I'm talking like you know, yeah, like like because you know you get you get you get yourself fresh pizza, you know, you eat half of it or three fourths of it, or so or or all of it. it. It just depends on the day. Yeah, and, uh, and then you throw it in the fridge. I'm not. <sighs> so there's plenty of people who put day old pizza in the fridge and they pull it out and they're like, I'm just gonna eat it cold. This is gonna be my meal. That's fine, I guess. It is not my favorite. I like a hot pizza. I will try to reheat that pizza and it will not be as good. Right. Um you know, sometimes when I'm feeling, you know, really industrious, I'll put the pizza on a cookie sheet and I will put it in the oven to reheat it. That's a little closer and it's a little better. But uh but I mean, it's already been cooked, man. So you mm-hmm. can burn it. All of that stuff. There's a lot of factors. Life's hard. Um, See, I would definitely say that. Oh. I was like, you know, cold pizza is good compared to reheated pizza. Like, right. if you're comparing cold pizza to uh, reheated pizza, I'd rather just not go through the hassle and just eat cold pizza. See, and I think a lot of people are with you on that. I. I, uh, I gotta have hot pizza, dude. Pizza is meant to be warm, mm. even hot. It even burned the top of your mouth hot, you know? Whoa, whoa. Um, that's right, dude. If you get that straight out the oven, that cheese is gonna burn your root <laughs> mouth. You can't uh, have people shoving their arms in a 600 degree oven. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but that's just me. I like a hot pizza. Mm-hmm. So. I, I gotta try to reheat it up. I do my best. I like yeah. I'll, I'll still I'll still eat a reheated pizza piece of pizza over a cold pizza pizza any day, even though it's definitely not as good as it was the, the day before. Right. right. What about pasta? What about like spaghetti? What about it? Like cold spaghetti? Oh heck no! Day, day old spaghetti? Oh no, no! I'm gonna I'm gonna nuke that noodles and that sauce. Really? Oh, heck you want to eat yeah. cold spaghetti? 
No. No. My Italian food apparently has to be hot. <laughs> I like it. I like it spicy and I, I like it a hat. Yeah. We like it, I like it as stereotypical oh. as possible. <laughs> we like our Italian friends. Um, yeah. No, apparently that's, that's a thing for me. I like that. I like the hot noodles. I like the hot pies. All right. That's surprise. I would say noodles. The only noodles that, yeah, like spaghetti noodles, maybe because like any other kind of noodles, they just like get like too soft. Like they right. just absorb too much moisture and stuff like that. So you got to be careful. Absolutely. That kind of stuff. You're just not like, wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. You're definitely not wrong. Yeah. I mean, like, how many times have you like put something in the fridge while it's hot, you know, your leftovers or whatever. And then it's just all soggy. Cause you're like, Oh, I didn't leave it out of the, t- like I didn't leave the Tupperware lid off long enough. Dude. Yeah. If you don't dry those noodles out a little bit, this is going to be a mass of wet noodles. Exactly. But, that happens. Yeah. Right? So there you go. So try some new textures out there. If that's not your thing, texture thing. I don't really have a texture thing. I just have, you know, as far as it's inedible, just preference. Like I'll eat whatever it is. Really, I got I have yeah. a little bit of texture thing. Like if a fruit's out for too long and it's still technically not bad, Mm-mm. but you could eat it, but it's pro- it's on the borderline. Like it could make me gag if the skins look a little slidey off the. You know what I mean? <laughs> when you just pick it and they're just like, you know, I know what you're talking about. You're like yeah. this this peach but. is a leprous peach. Like I'm not eating that. Right. <laughs> But uh, technically, it could be fine. Awesome. Anyways, nice man. I yeah. liked it. Uh, should we should we parlay over into our trigger memory 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 memory? Yeah, hit me up. It's time for trigger memory. Whoa! That's my one fact. What did you think? Was that all? No, that was <laughs> all good. Right. I love that. There's a dial on my mic for Echo. I got to turn it. <laughs> Anyways, um, trigger memory for today. What was the first time that you yourself planned either alone or with other people to go on some kind of trip, road trip, vacation, whatever, without your family? Like the first alone, like, you know, freedom trip that you went on as a, as a budding adult. Or what? When? Whenever it happened. Right, 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 right. So, um, let me think. So, when I was growing up, I never really, I never had a car right. good enough to leave the state when I was in high school. It's rough, bro. And me and my buddies, none of us had a car that we would have trusted, like more than like you know 50 miles away because it's just not gonna make it so we didn't go on any crazy road trips in high school and everything like that i think um one of the first times i just picked up and went somewhere was um somebody gave me rocky's tickets Um, i was leaving work one day and uh the the guy that checks your receipt at the door was just like, what are you doing tonight? 
I'm like, uh, I don't know, nothing. He's just like, I got these four Rockies tickets, parking passes. I can't go. Do you want them? I'm like, sure. And I just like called up a couple of buddies and just, you know, headed straight up to, to Denver and stuff like that. But that's about as far as we would have gone that okay. way. Um, I think the first big thing that I planned was um, uh, when um, my buddy uh, Shimmy was getting married up in Washington, up uh-huh. in Seattle. Um, I just was like, all right, here, we're doing this. And I uh, drove up uh, to meet my other buddy in Oregon. And I just drove myself all like, you know, for tw- nice. like 12 hours, <laughs> met up with him. We drove up to the wedding and then we drove, he drove all the way back with me to, to Colorado. So it was very much just like, uh, all right, I guess this is, this is what I'm doing. Just heading up all by myself, just driving. I think nice. I know where I'm going. Kind of <laughs> so, yeah. I basically made that same drive before by myself. It's a long drive. It is a long, long drive. drive. But at least they, you have somebody to fill up your gas for you when you get to Oregon. So You did? Yeah, well, I did too, I guess. It was me. I had to fill it up. Well, no, like they it was it's illegal it, well, I don't know if it's still, but at that time it was illegal to pump your own gas. Oh, in Oregon. I didn't go to Oregon. I went to Washington, yeah. so I had to do it. But yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. What uh what what trip have you got? Okay, so the first trip that I ever went on, okay, so my buddy Tyler and I in high school, it's probably between Tyler R, right? Yes, sir. It's probably between uh, junior and senior year in high school. Mm-hmm. We we cooked up this plan to uh, drive for a small vacation out to Utah, uh, where most of his extended family lives. Um, and, you know, there's, I got some family out there too. So, but we just were like, we're going to do it by ourselves and go out. And we totally thought that our parents were going to go for that. So we had like, we wanted to like present them with as much information of what we would do and how we would do it to show them that we'd do it the right like your way. Whole itinerary. We have it all planned ran down mm-hmm. and like we you know with all this stuff and we didn't ha- even have to i was just like mom we we're gonna what, what do you what do you, you know and i approached very uh you know uh it was very uh nervous about uh-huh. much trepidation i approached my mother and said what do you think ma and she's like okay <laughs> sure where are you guys gonna go and i was like get out of town that was it. No, I had stuff prepared. You get out of town. Get, I will go out of town. But I was, I was like, but why? Okay, cool. Um, so we went out to Utah, and I don't remember how long it was for. Maybe a week or two or something. Um, we, yeah, we drove ourselves out. Just him and me drove out there. That's like an eight, nine hour drive. Right. And we just bummed around and saw some people and. Slept in and paid for nothing but gas and some food, really, because we had so many people we could stay with and whatever. And it was fun, man. It was the first kind of like we are we are men of the world. <laughs> we are travelers. <laughs> we are travelers. Uh, our own volition. 
My mom's not dragging me somewhere and I don't want to go. We're gone on our own. We're making our own rules. Paving our own paths that have already been paved that we just drove on because they're interstate highways. Um, but yeah, that was, the first, that was the first big trip that I ever took um, by myself. We kind of See, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you know, you know and that was probably maybe you printed it out on MapQuest or maybe you just took a road atlas with you, you know. But there's there wasn't, you know, just like, oh, punch in no. the GPS yeah. and, and head out. Oh no, dude! You miss your turn. You might be you might be in trouble. Yeah. Uh, if you don't catch it within a few miles, you could turn around and get back there. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, like I think him and I had both driven that enough that we were pretty familiar with like where the turns were and what the highways were that you took. Um, but I, yeah, I think we looked it up on like a map quest before we did that. Yeah, just to make yeah. sure. I like to print those out, so I just write the uh, directions down on a piece of paper. Because, you know, I don't want to waste the ink. Ink's expensive, <laughs> even back then. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't need all these extra maps. I know. Parts. And I know. We didn't know. Because that's the thing. We didn't know over, about. Over like a distance. Over di- yeah, about that distance like that, it's like, well, this map's not really going to help me. Right. <laughs> it's, it's a team map. West. Right. And back then, too, you print it out. If you didn't do it like right, it would print a little map section for every direction. You're like, That's just a waste of my my ink. I don't oh, need yeah. all that. I don't need to know this little straight line for, for two feet that I'm going to turn off my street. Come on. Um, yeah, and we were not familiar exactly, with the yeah. uh, with the uh, what is it called? I can't even think about it. The Windows tool. The clipping tool. I don't know if that was a I don't know if that was a thing back then. Uh, it, like the snipping yeah, thing, snipping tool. The sn- snipping like a tool. screenshot. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think yeah. Windows XP had a snipping tool. A Correct me if yeah. I'm wrong. I might have been. I might be. But it was buried in there. We didn't know about it. Could just take little screenshots. Yeah, maybe of it was the only on little the, part of the screen you wanted. The deluxe that was a thing. You took a screenshot. That's the whole screen, yeah. buddy. It's the whole thing. Yeah, and there's <laughs> a reason it's called print screen. <laughs> exactly, it just prints the whole screen. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I was trying to think. Like, uh, definitely the the one road trip that I went on that I had no. Like I had a very broad clue of what I was doing was um, um, I went and picked up a car from my grandpa down in Florida. Oh, yeah. Like I picked it up a little before, like two days before Christmas. And then I just drove from Florida from like uh, basically like two hours north of Miami (laughs) all the way to – to Colorado, then to Utah, like almost practically like the first, the first uh, three days all by myself. And I'm just like, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna, uh, I just need to head West, <laughs> like whatever way it takes me West. And, <laughs> and I had the, the, the lofty aspiration to sustain myself 
and subsist on crab that I caught along what? the way. Yeah. And so I was like, when I, when I was like a little kid, like out in Delaware, uh, we went crabbing like once or twice. So I'm like, ah, I got this. All you need is like, you know, a piece of meat uh, in like a crab pot, uh, like a, like the, um, and, but I just like, you know, didn't want to spend a whole bunch of money on this cause I'm an idiot. And so right. I just bought like the cheapest thing that they had was like, it's basically, uh, um, knit net of you know that has a big hoop around it and the hoop has like three uh attachment points for the the rope that you know goes to the surface and so you tie a piece of uh chicken like i bought like chicken necks um and i would tie a piece of chicken in the middle and then you like you know kind of chuck the the hoop net out down and it floats, to the, you know, it sinks to the bottom and lays flat, and then crab will come on there and, you know, start eating the the chicken necks and stuff, and then you just like pull it up real fast, and as you know, you pull it up, it creates like a basket for the crab and stuff nice. like that. Caught nothing. You didn't catch anything. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Like I nice. tried it in like three three different locations. One location, <laughs> I sent it out like at low tide. And like when I got back, like, you know, an hour and a half or like two hours later or three hours later, like the tide had started to come in and I was underneath this, this pier and like almost died. <laughs> like I ended up just leaving one of the, one of the baskets. Cause I'm like, there's no way I could get back out there. Cause the waves are just like crashing oh my gosh. against this pillar that I, you know, stood on and like, I, I'll just get washed away. And so, um, I, I caught no crabs. In, in both senses of it, so that was good. I guess. That's good. There, that. well, yeah, one side's great. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, it was just like, um, all right, like pick up the car, um, and then just take whatever direction says you know west, you know whatever major highways just say west, and just go for it. Nice man. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I haven't got to do a ton of adjust myself driving across places. I've done it a few times. Uh, like I said, I drove from Colorado to uh, Seattle by myself. That was a long drive up through Mon- that is a long drive. up through Montana. Yeah. I did it in a day. Ooh, yeah, I did it in a day. But I got I got up to Idaho way too fast. I must have been <laughs> speeding really crazy. Um, yeah, I was really lucky. I left really early. Like, I left at oh, probably what time is it? <laughs> I left at probably like five thirty mm-hmm. in the morning because uh, I knew it was going to be a long haul, and I was trying to get to see some of my friends in Idaho around around lunch or whatever. And I got there at like ten thirty or something. It was way too fast. I missed all the traffic in Denver, which is amazing. That would never happen now. Denver is crazy. Um, that would all time. that would not yeah. work. Yeah, I, but I just sailed right through that place and uh, and got there way too fast. I was like, oh, I'm already here. That's crazy. Um, but uh, but yeah, that was a uh, that was good. That was a good drive. I wrote a song on that drive. 
because <laughs> I was bored. Uh, right. to a lot of CDs, kids. That was a thing back then. CDs. Mm-hmm. I had I had a big thing of CDs, and I'd pump out some CDs, listen to some albums. Your your big old black binder yep. of CDs, which I do not have anymore. I do not have any of those things huh. anymore. All my CDs are digitized, and that is not a thing. Um, but yep, I had a big thing of CDs. I had a big CDs, lots of them. So, mm-hmm. anyways, that was a thing that um, happened. You remember, you remember the road trip we took, and we uh, did our own commentary on the yes. field trip. One of the best ways to <laughs> to, pass to pass the time. Eight hours. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you got to picture this: we're in Taggart's parents' van. Very nice van. Taggart is driving. Yes. And I am literally just sitting in the passenger seat describing the picture yeah. <laughs> in a cell of a film strip. Yeah, so he's holding one at a time. holding it up to like the, <laughs> the, uh, the windshield so he gets some light into it so he can see what it is it's real close to his yeah. eye, right? And he's like, well, this is what's on this so that we can write something write that would dialogue. Yeah. to do with what that picture is and try to make it somewhat cohesive in the fake story that we are writing for this film strip, which was not, of course, the reason the film strip was made. Um, yes. And that was, and the best part is I don't think we even went back to like, it's not like we went through the film strip to see what the whole story and arc and plot was at all (laughs) so we basically are just telling this one strip one picture at a time but have no idea like really what's coming next oh yeah (laughs) no we're just like oh we can where we're at now we can go this way so it was always just like well what have we said so far and how can we incorporate this in whatever this next one is so it makes Mm -hmm. sense oh this person showed up again so we have to like bring them back into the story (laughs) like yeah it's classic uh, I still think good. we should have filmed it and and threw it up for people to not enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the audio's still somewhere out there. Just oh, I have all I have it. I have all the audio. You have all the audio and everything. Yeah, I have all the audio compiled. I have all the audio clips still that we recorded all this. Oh wow! All the all oh, of our yeah. friends doing their little parts, yep. getting getting. KC to sp- sing Spice Girls and his Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. <laughs> no, dude, that wasn't KC. Do you remember that was Joe? Oh, that was Joe. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Joe did the Arnold. It was quite good. Yeah. No, Casey was the one where it's just like, isn't that just a plant swollen ovaries? He's like, oh, dude, I told you not to freaking say that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, that was my favorite. There was a lot of good inside jokes in there that we tried to disseminate to oh, our friends. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Anywho. And then we. So there's that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Take some time. Go out. That's right, buddy. Yeah. So I was thinking about this trips because, well, I went on a trip with my family two weeks ago. And then just this last weekend, I took a trip with my band. Mm-hmm. 
up to South Dakota. Oof. And it was something that happened on that uh, trip that I would like to talk about for the new. Okay. Well, that will transition us to our last segment. What's what's your new? Give us the new. All right. Well, there's a there's a, a gentleman in my band. Shout outs to him. What up? Um, who is? <laughs> what up? Oh, by the way, my band were they like made me put on our last our latest podcast this weekend. They were like, let's listen to it in the car, and I was like, oh okay. So we listened to it. They thoroughly enjoyed your uh, telling of the uh, the Australian uh, speed skater Olympian story. Oh, yeah, it's a good. They story. enjoyed that very much. Yeah. So, so, anyways, um, so there's that. But uh, there's a gentleman in my band who is not what you would call a fan of the romantic comedies. Okay. Uh, as a genre of movie for, okay. <laughs> for those who are wondering. All right. So we have a thing going right now. He's like, I'll show you a movie that I really like, and you can show me one of your stupid romantic comedies. And I'm like, fine. I like it for those out there who didn't realize, I like a good romantic comedy. It's cool. I like mm-hmm. it. It's funny. Romance? Are they going to get together, Ross and Rachel? I don't know. Um, yes, because that is a very, very, very long movie. A very long ten-season romantic comedy. Yes. Will they? Won't they? To the max. Um, a lot of product placement in those. A lot. A lot. Yeah. A lot. Um, don't even get me started about their apartment. Anyways. Uh, so the second night after we get done with our gig on Saturday night, a couple of the guys are still kind of wired and like, what are you, you know, what are you going to do or whatever? And I was like, well, I was going to go watch a movie probably or whatever. So they're like, well, okay, let's go watch a movie. So I was like, okay. So I had started a movie. So I had finished this other movie that I was watching before. And they were like, this movie's dumb. Why are you even watching this? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I, I don't know. I started it. So it, impulsively I have to finish it. <laughs> Sorry, you came over. Um, Anyways, but but this late at night. This is like two o'clock in the morning, right? And I'm like, well, let's start one of my romantic comedies. And he's like, ah, oh, dude, that's late or whatever, you know. And I'm like, now nah, let's do it. Let's do it. So we, so we watched because he he kept me like, well, what what would you even show me? Like, what's like one of the best romantic comedies or whatever? And I was like, you got to see when Harry met Sally. This is Ooh, like great. one of the best, right? Yes, yes. You got to see it. And so he's like, he's like, he's like, what's Rob Reiner? I know that. Like, you know, it's going to be funny. It's, there's going to be good as some stuff. And then he's like, so if we started, I'd like want to watch it. We can't start it now. And I'm like, I'm doing it. It's playing right now. What are you going to do? <laughs> so anyways, we watched when Harry met Sally till like four o'clock in the morning. Um, and dude, that movie's so good. It's oh, yeah. really, it's really like he enjoyed the movie. So, right, we laughed at all the appropriate times. There was m- many laughs. 
Baby Fish Mouth is sweeping the nation. There's yes. so many good lines in that movie, yeah. though. It's, it was, was really fun, like s- s- watching that movie with people who have not really seen it or haven't seen it in a really long time. Mm-hmm. You know how you, you you know people get when you show somebody a movie and you're like, oh, they're actually enjoying it. Oh, nice, good. They like this part too. Oh, they got that joke. That's that's awesome. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, you got to pay attention. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Don't uh, mm-hmm. stop talking. What about this part? Um, so, so I watched it with him, who'd never really seen it, and then I watched it with the leader of our band, and he is a younger guy. So he said he probably watched it when he was a kid and got nothing from that movie. Right? He watched it. He's like, that movie's like hilarious that's such a good movie and i was like yeah yes it is and so i was cool i kind of had two guys like experiencing it almost for the first time uh and then me watching it and just re-realizing how good that movie is like it's so good it's written so well it you know very cynical about love in many different ways aspects right you just you don't know like it's when harry met sally so you think it's going to be like oh yeah they have to end up but like you just you really don't know no like how how it could go either way you know yeah at one point fisher yeah bruno kirby uh class just really good and so it was really cool uh that was like the the most fun about it for me was just watching them react to these good lines and then you know verbally saying dude that's so good you know mm-hmm. about whatever that was um and so anyways uh yeah that's really what i wanted to talk about it's classic it's good classic yeah. movie if you haven't seen it go get it i'll watch it with you because I want to see you experience it for the first time. Because that was amazing for me. Um, yeah, so good. That that is a challenge sometimes. It is hard sometimes to watch an iconic movie that you love with somebody who's never seen it. That probably that might be a little cynical and stuff. As I just smack myself in the mouth with my microphone. Right. Um, because yeah, it, it's that whole like, no, 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 you got to pay attention to this part or else you're not going to get the later. Oh, no, 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 like, you can't go to the bathroom now. I like, know, I'll just, and like, you know, it's it's been, you know, uh, oh, I can't remember. There is some uh, sitcom that like kind of does that where like the, the girl like locks the guy out. Um, until she's done with the movie because she's like, I can't watch these with you. I can't, like, I'll watch it, but I can't watch it with you because, you know, you're just going to be like, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> to whatever. Like, oh, no, no, did you notice how, like, this comes back, like, later on or whatever? You know, so. Uh, but, yeah, I got to watch that movie again because it is, it is good. I definitely didn't see that until I was, like, in high school, so. It's probably a good time to watch it. But um, I will tell you my new so my new we were uh, driving around a little bit uh, this week going camping and stuff like that and we wanted to uh you know, I wanted to get through this book, and so I was doing most of the driving. So I just, you know, slapped it on, 
and it is called a grown-ups guide to dinosaurs and with the grown-ups guide to dinosaurs it was like audible i think it's an audible original so it's like three and a half hours long not too bad but it is a it's a great book i would definitely highly recommend uh grabbing that if you if you're an audible listener um and everything because it's not really uh i guess it's not even like i wouldn't even say it's a book but um it is just this uh evolutionary biologist going around and interviewing different paleo paleontologists about dinosaurs right okay i like dinosaurs yeah so you gotta love dinosaurs and as you know like as the title says it's like the grown-ups guide so it's not going to be all he he kind of gets on this thing at the beginning um where he like says like you know you ask a kid and they'll tell you what their favorite dinosaur is and why and you know like you ask an adult and it's usually going to be like oh it's going to be very much the same as you know most people would be like oh well the t-rex or oh like the the triceratops or something like that you know it's going to be very like blase you know generic kind of answers or whatever and i thought about it when he was talking about it just even at the beginning of the book and i'm like yeah but here's the thing like when we were kids and stuff like that yeah there were books that kind of went over a bunch of different dinosaurs and stuff but there weren't nearly the extent of like dinosaur uh, facts out there as there are today, you know, sure. like sure. you think of like one of your, like your nephews can like go through like tons of different dinosaurs and stuff like that. But like there's, there's back in the day, like before Jurassic park, it was like, yeah, like there are basically five main types of dinosaur, you know, like it wasn't, right. it wasn't like this, like, well, tech, you know, people weren't all like hoity-toity about like, well, technically that's not a velociraptor because a velociraptor is about the size of a chicken. And like, you know, people are much more kind of, uh, there's just much more dinosaur knowledge out there and everything like that. Yeah, we had, we had T-Rex, we had Stegosaurus, we had Triceratops, we had Brontosaurus, which is not a dinosaur. Exactly, and that's what had, I was just going to say. And we had pterodactyl, which is not a dinosaur. Which is not a dinosaur. <laughs> Tranodon, um, and uh, that might be it, man. Like, yeah, I mean, like there was. But we knew what Allosaurus was. Like, we had basically land before time. That was about that it. taught us what you know. That's like, true. Like you were Petri. either, yeah. Oh, you were a leaf man. eater. You were a long neck. <laughs> yeah, you're a trihorn. <laughs> Yeah, Tri-horn, or your sharp tooth. Flyer. That's it, buddy. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so um, <laughs> such a that show actually is pretty good. But the first uh, one's so good. Yeah. But once that, once Littlefoot, you know, once Land of Before Time thirteen came out, Littlefoot li- learns to shave. I thought they <laughs> they jumped the shark by that point. Like, yeah. It was not like by that time, you know, Littlefoot's the one that's like, you know, leading his grandkids into the Great Valley. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. but uh, one of the things that 
they mentioned in this uh, in this book uh, is the fact that uh, there there wasn't a lot like you think about like you know the vegetation and stuff today and you think about like you know fruit bats and birds and monkeys and um you know all these all these animals that like can you know get down on some some delicious you know berries and this that and the other whereas like um the thing that they mentioned is that flowering plants didn't actually evolve until towards the end of, I want to say the Cretaceous, maybe the Jurassic period. And right. so, so all ferns and yeah, stuff like that. ferns yeah. and, and conifers and stuff like that. And so like dinosaurs really are just like straight up, just eating like, you know, leaves and stuff that's just leaves. like, yeah, there's no very, fruit or anything like that. Yeah. Fruits all come from flower plants, right? Right. And so that's, that's kind of the, one of the interesting things that I pulled out of that. I mean, it was tons of interesting stuff, but it was just like, well, uh, how, you know, um, a huge, huge, huge animal, um, you know, 60 to 80 tons is just munching on leaves and yeah, just man. how much, how much leaf, how many leaves they would have to eat. The, the, he mentioned that the Tyrannosaurus Rex, um, obviously not, um, uh, a herbivore, but at the same time, it had to put on five pounds, uh, I think it was like five pounds a week, um, during its like teenage years. Really? Like, Maybe it was five pounds a day, but it was five pounds. It's five pounds. Like, I think it was five pounds a day. Like, how can you put on five pounds a day? Like you got to poop still. So you're eating, (laughs) you're eating well over five pounds of stuff. You know, if you're metabolizing it and making it into muscle bone and whatever else. And so like, and that isn't nearly the biggest dinosaur. So you got to think like a freaking, um, Brachiosaurus is just, just crushing those those plants, right. you know, just like eating, 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 and that was like, you know, one of the big things. It's like, yeah, it could just plant its feet somewhere, and it had that huge neck, and so it could just give this huge swash of just like eating everything, you know, in that radius around it, um, and then move on to like the next spot and everything i'm like but like how do you like i guess plants are really the only th- or leaves are the only thing that really would help kind of sustain them because they're the only things that can reproduce that fast is <laughs> like if they're yeah i think they're without like that, but you know yeah. how can you sustain something that's like 70 tons on just leaves is is kind of crazy i mean you know like you think of like a cow it's got to eat like constantly to to stay alive and it's right. just chewing and eating and chewing and eating and chewing and eating and chewing and eating and doing nothing else like i don't know that's it, it kind of makes sense that if there was you know climate change 
I mean, granted, the climate change was pretty drastic in the fact that the sky was basically set on fire and, you know, all all solar right. energy was blocked out. But, I mean, once the plants die, it's like, well, this whole food chain is screwed. <laughs> yeah, you're done, like, buddies. You know, it is, yeah. it is, you know, you're not saving that that star leaf, you know, <laughs> that, you're, that your mom <laughs> gave you, you know, until you get to the – Roll, roll yeah. that up, Petrie. You're not yeah, getting that like, back, buddy. And uh, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that was uh, that was the one thing I thought of is just like how crazy it would be to just have to sustain an animal on like that big and alone, and then just to think, well, it's all just plant matter, and it's all just you know just some delicious ferns or yeah delicious broad leaves that they're just munching on constantly. So yeah, but, uh, guard, uh, what is it? Uh, grown up guide to dinosaurs. I mean, it does get a little preachy at the end about climate change and stuff, but at the same, at the same time, it also says how the dinosaurs came about because of the, uh, fourth mass extinction, mass, mass extinction, and they died out in the fifth mass extinction, which gave rise to birds and uh, um, in mammals, right? And now we're like in the sixth right. mass extinction. And I'm like, well, that kind of takes the pressure off us a little bit. <laughs> we made it. We made it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, yeah. We yeah it's like, you know, it's like, yeah, sure. We're, in, you know, we're responsible for climate change, but. You know, if it wasn't us, then it's gonna happen. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> right. like the the you know Yosemite's <laughs> gonna bust into their you know bust itself open with a super volcano and you know cover the Earth in ash, or we're gonna hit get hit by another asteroid, or there's gonna be some crazy solar flare or something like that. Right. Like, you know, we might as well be you know preparing to live through it anyway. <laughs> Cause, right. You know, this is not the first time this has happened so you know i'm not i'm not too worried about it anymore that's crazy do they talk any any about uh feathery dinosaurs yeah so his his whole thing was at the end was just like i'm looking at chickens right or i'm looking at chickens i'm looking at dinosaurs right now outside my window all birds are dinosaurs and like how the you know the lungs and the hollow bones and the feather that we you know can see now. Um, right. One thing that they did point out um, is why all quote dinosaurs, aka birds, today have beaks. Yeah. And um, they were like, well, you know, it could be a potential like, you know, it saves mass in the head because you don't have as much, you know, if you have to support a jaw and skin around it and teeth and gums, you know, that's more mass where like the, you know, it, you could have a, a lighter mouth uh, organization if you just have a beak and stuff like that. Um, so that's maybe why birds have beaks, but, um, it might more, one of the theories is that, um, beaks started to turn up towards the, the, uh, right before the mass, right before the 
asteroid hit or meteor or whatever meteorite. Right. And um, those particular animals were able to um, get seeds and eat seeds and like uh, and seeds are much more resilient. You know, they mm-hmm. last, you know, from, you know, season to season um, and there's, they're packed with nutrients and stuff like that. So to be able to just like, you know, crack a seed in half and eat it, uh, as opposed to, you know, having teeth and everything like that. Um, so that might've been the, the version of dinosaurs that survived, survived is the ones that had beaks were the ones with the head teeth and stuff just couldn't hack it. And that colder climate and everything where, right. Yeah, that so. makes some sense, and that makes some sense that obviously, because there were bird bird dinosaurs, or even right, so much as dinosaurs, right? As as even so much as they would be classified as birds and not dinosaurs, although they looked a lot like dinosaurs. Um, right at the end of whatever period that would have been before the whole mass extinction, um, mm-hmm. that obviously somehow their line somehow continued on afterwards in the form mm-hmm. of modern day birds. So some, yeah, some, something advantageous must've, it would make sense that the beak was somewhat, uh, advantageous to get past that, uh, extinction point somehow. But yeah, dude, we do. So uh, I mentioned this job that I used to work on with the serial idiots. Um, we had Cere- the stale cereal, still cereal idiots, cereal killers. <gasps> oh, we had a pond. <laughs> I tried to, I just tried to keep going. Couldn't do it. Uh, we had a pond out in the front of our building mm-hmm. where uh, geese like to uh gather and mingle. And dude, I'd walk past those things. And, uh, you know, geese can be mean, so I was always like, they're going to attack me. Um, but you'd walk past those, and when you'd get close, I just no doubt. I'd be like, that's a dinosaur, son. That is a dinosaur. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just the way that their necks are. And, you know, uh, it's weird because like a, like a goose, right, mm-hmm. has like a brachiosaurus-type neck, right? The whole kind of S-bendy thing. is Right. Really weird, and then it's on two feet still, but that, but it's still, oh, dude, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Well, yeah. So the the classification of dinosaur is basically, um, obviously, you know, like terrible lizard, giant, like you know, right, like all that kind of stuff. But the thing that makes them different from, you know, crocodiles, alligators, you know, other lizards and stuff like that is the fact that they their hips are uh, oriented so that their legs are directly underneath them. Right. And that's like exactly what you're saying. It's like, you know, um, you know, Jurassic Park, you know, he, Alan Grant describes it very specifically, you know, where it's like they're bobbing their head, you know, just like the birds, they walk. And just really the big difference between that is, yeah, the beak and the, uh, the big tail, Right. Right. But they have they have the same reproductive uh, system as 
dinosaurs did. Uh, another thing they point out is they have the same lungs. So um, humans or humans, uh, mammals and reptiles lungs um, our chest is what you know dictates you know how much space we have for our lungs right yeah. so we have uh-huh. we have our diaphragm and our and our ribs that extend out and compress and everything like that to to make the uh, space for the air and everything where birds and dinosaurs they actually have a stagnant volume to their chest cavity. Okay. And what it is is the air sacs, those little individuals, um, parts that actually like, you know, uh, where the air actually ends up, like the end of the, you know, branch, right? Okay. They have control over those. And so they just expand and contract the air sacs individually. More or less individually, but, you know, all together, right? And that's how they breathe is they don't – their chest – you have know, a unified lung day. that expands, but it's just yeah. the, little fat, the little air sacs that expand. And exactly. So they're just – Crazy. They're just, and and, and uh, that they share with birds. So it's just like, yes. duh. Mm-hmm. Crazy. And that's, and that's one of the reasons that they uh, gave to the fact that they could get so big – and not have to really worry about like, cause it's, you know, cause you think about like when you're breathing deep, you know, and you're really tired, like you can feel like it makes your whole body move. Right. right. Cause you're just like heaving. You're just like, uh, 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 and it's like, you're like back and shoulder and everything are, are going up and down. But like right. when you're, you know, chest is, you know, the size of a freaking, you know, Mac truck, (laughs) you know, um, to go, to go in and out in that kind of capacity, like a whale or whatever, you know, it, it, it would take a lot of energy. Um, so just having those little sacks that just, you know, and they just, they don't have to move their ribs that weigh, you know, 40 pounds each or something like that. right? Right. So crazy it's pretty crazy yeah good read yeah Yeah, it was good it's good the funny thing about it will was like we were driving and there's like four of us in the car everybody fell asleep but me and my girlfriend was just like i don't know how you could take that like that was just like that book was i just kept my you could not keep my eyes open i'm like are you kidding me that was the only thing keeping me going (laughs) Like, I was like so fascinated by so much of the stuff and like being like, right. oh, that makes total sense. Da, da, da. And I'm like, I was all in, you know, where everybody right. else is like, oh, oh it out now. yeah, yeah, that's funny. So, yeah, but uh, that is our show. Yeah, we did it. Yeah. We made it and you made it to the end. Mm-hmm. Good work. Go buy yourself a candy bar. Buy yourself a candy bar and throw that baby in the in the fridge. You gotta put that in the fridge, buddy. You gotta chill yeah. that chocolate. You know how we do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, we will um, see you guys next week. Yeah. Let's have a good one. All right.
night. Bye-bye. Bye.